Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Before we start today's episode, we just want to quickly let you know about Tiny Teams Festival, which is this incredible festival that we're doing with Yogscast Games. You can check it out on yogscast.games. But basically, the idea is... Tom, any ideas? What is it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, is, is, wow. Has Tom now got to pitch what he thinks Yogscast Games? Tom's got to pitch. So okay, I think okay. Tiny Teams is a place where people who are tiny teams of game developers can submit their games so they can get some some... Some juicy exposure. Is that is that a good idea? Juicy exposure. That is exactly Chris, the terminology you, we're using. Exactly. Chris, you would get you to play milk, that? milk the teat of steam and yeah. get some yeah. free exposure. Marketing is one of the hardest things <laughs> to do as a tiny team. So this is a great uh, thing for us. Great like me, me and James are both tiny teams. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we have core teams of two. So if you've got a core team of one to three, you can you be go. in the festival. Get fat off the teat of steam. Brunch Club and Glove are both going to be on there. If you go and submit, you have two weeks from the recording of, of uh, this. So uh, if you submit your game to us, uh, we'll take a look through it. There's a chance that you'll get your game played on stream. Uh, you'll be on the front page of the, the event. You might be on the front page of Steam. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. But we're also going to have like some really, really cool games, really big games joining us to be uh, discounted. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be an incredible event, August 9th to 15th. You have two weeks from now, which is July. I don't know, fucking hell. Like 27th <laughs> of July or something is the cutoff point. Just just submit it now. If the submission form is still on the website, just submit a game. Yeah. games. And if, if you're not a game developer, screw it. Why not? go there just to check out some cool ass games made by small yeah. teams tiny teams if you will there's gonna be loads of them <laughs> tiny teams we're gonna do a tagline tom what's the tagline for it the tagline is check out some games made by small teams tiny teams <laughs> wow what a fucking tagline <laughs> amazing <laughs> thanks enjoy the podcast with si simon clark bye hello everyone welcome back to pitch please the podcast where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them for the first time in a, in, in a little while that's actually true Yes, Isn't it, it is true. That is true. Yeah. So last time you had some complaints about that intro, didn't you? You weren't a big fan. You were thinking of changing up. And I just feel like it sounds a bit weird. Like, I don't know, like phony almost. No, I like it. But it did make yeah. me question the validity of the statement. So I put together a big old document of every little individual piece of that intro. People who play games, I think that's correct. I mean, I picked up a controller yesterday. Yeah. I was playing a game five minutes before we started. So yeah, we are people. People that play games. People That's true. that make them. Chris, James, you make games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? Seemingly. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Hang on. So, yeah. yeah, that part's true. And we're pitching ideas. So every part of that statement is true. So I put together a big right. document that I sent forward to a load of people to, to clarify if that is in fact true. And I got this response. Dear Mr. Thunderclap, because I, I submitted it as a thunderclap, obviously. Oh, I see. Of course, yeah, yeah. After reviewing your slightly soggy, I don't know how that happened, documentation regarding the podcast Pitch Perfect. I, I'm sure I said pitch, please, but whatever. That's common. We are happy to... to we're happy to corroborate your findings. And it says corroborate, which is a long word that I don't know. So this is obviously true. Regards, yeah. Sigmund Freud. Yeah. There you wow. go. Sigmund okay. Freud got back <laughs> to right. us. And, right, and look, I can't, I can't argue with that. So, so I put a lot of time putting together a document for that, uh, and that that leads us directly into our guest today. <laughs> wow! Okay. There you go. There's your intro. Enjoy. <laughs> wow! Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! Hang on. Chris and Chris and James are here as well. Uh, everyone knows that. Hello. Hi, I'm Brunch Club developer, <laughs> okay. and like our guest today, I also have a PhD. If you know what I mean. Doesn't um, he's lying? <laughs> the person with the real PhD is Dr. Simon Clark, who's joining us today. Hello. Hello, Simon. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. This is uh, an experience already. Sorry you had to sit through that. <laughs> what was that, that was Tom? Not, that was a man having a mental breakdown. What was that? How's no, lockdown? I, is lockdown treating you all right? Like <laughs> I was I was just yeah. I was just, you know, I, I wanted to see get into the mind of Simon Clark. And you know, you've written 
tons of things and you've yep. got a PhD which involves writing a ton of things and I want to say that I understand I understand what it's that, like to be that, a doctor that, the, I think what you successfully what you successfully captured then was the aura of craziness that surrounded me <laughs> when I was submitting the PhD like exactly. it was like a spot it was it was like a window into my brain um, but, was it, was it I, soggy as well? Soggy from the tears of having to write a PhD? <laughs> I literally have, right? So in my in my room, I have three post-it notes, which I call my PhD triptych, which is one that just says <laughs> fuck over and over again. <laughs> and, th- and this is also slightly moist and blurred because I'm pretty sure of some tears that were shed. There's another one that just says bored all over it. And then there's one that just says done in very small writing in the middle. Oh, and but kept- the, feeling, the feeling when you got the response from Sigmund Freud himself, though, just like I did, yeah. It must have felt very, very good. It's just, <laughs> how, how, how do you think doctor, people get doctorates? What do you think they Sigmund, do? Sigmund Freud, Sigmund Freud just, sends them a letter that right. says, yeah, we, yeah, you're really. like you're in. When you, here's when you your, here's your badge. Right? It's like a 500 meter swimming badge. You're you get in the it, secret club. You sew it onto <laughs> on your doctor's jacket. C- it's, it's more like the stone cutters. You get like a secret handshake and, you know. Simon, could you... Could you just introduce yourself? <laughs> because we're not doing a very good job. <laughs> what? Dr. Simon uh, Clark. Uh, hello. Who yes. are you? Uh, so I, Why might we know you? Uh, you might know me from videos that don't get very many views, such as uh, the planets in Star Wars, which ones could really exist. Uh, I did a whole series about my PhD, uh, like vlogging the experience of doing it. I click that. Uh, and uh, I, I've basically been a full-time YouTuber since I graduated. So doing mostly stuff about uh, science, particularly stuff to do with climate, um, but also a, a bunch of other stuff, including some stuff with the Oxcast, um, and uh, yeah. including probably the thing that most fans would know me from, like Yogs fans would know me, is the, I wish it could be Festag every day, which was a music video I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, what yeah. about the time that you made me eat hat film sweat on crisps? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to mention that one. I did. Yeah, I, did. Was, I did that, that as well. They were good crisps, actually. They were good <laughs> crisps. I did realise not too long ago that I'd actually my girlfriend had been cooking. Sorry, I should say my fiance has been cooking with oh, that pan yeah. for a while and didn't realise that that was the pan which reduced to boil the sweat off. Oh yeah, um, but I, it's probably We've all been fine. There. It's probably fine by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So for, for the first time in a while, we've actually got a guest who isn't a de- well, not the first time in a while, but we've got a guest who isn't a developer, right? Mm. Uh, which I think should be a bit more exciting. Be- well, maybe not exciting. Maybe I'm, I, I don't want to. I feel wow. like every time we get a guest, I, wow. I shit on all the previous guests. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to do that. <laughs> this what is the I best one yet. Yeah, no pressure. Wow. <laughs> when when a dev pitches a game to us, usually I feel like they might be kind of constrained by like their experience, yeah. right? Their experience of how you can Scope. actually make games and what's possible. Yeah. We don't have that. Now, because <laughs> well, you've never made a game, right, Simon? No, have you? I, I, oh, no, I mean I've done a fair bit of programming. It's published a game, um, and I've okay. done. I, I did. I have used game libraries before. I did a project where I did some like machine learning. I was trying to do uh, teach simple cars to go around a track by themselves, um, and I used okay. some like Python libraries to do with that. But no, I've never, I've never published a game. So I, I have like a little bit of knowledge, which is a really dangerous thing. Like yeah. I know how coding that's, works. That's exactly <laughs> what we need for this podcast. Okay, so. good. <laughs> please please give us your pitch. Okay, so it's a very simple concept. It's Perfect. PUBG meets Wacky Races. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so it's about battle- cell damage. Cart racer? So this was inspired by, uh, it was a Hat Films uh, stream that I watched where they did a, uh, a PUBG Wacky Races type thing where they were doing a race around the island. And right. yeah, uh, they've done it in GTA since. And I just love this idea of... Um, a squad-based racing game. So one of the things that I've oh loved playing God. over the past couple of years has been Guns of Icarus uh, and yeah. also uh, Blackwake, which is the same, just missing a dimension. Um, <laughs> so and- how those? Go- could you describe those games or one of those games roughly? <laughs> so so- uh, just to pick Guns of Icarus, uh, that's where you are a squad on an airship and you mm-hmm. are free to roam around within a vi- this vehicle and you- your objective is to shoot other ships out of the sky. So you have a, pi- a pilot, uh, gunners and engineers who are respectively going to be flying the ship, shooting the other ships and also repairing damage that other ships do to you. So it's a shooter, okay. but it's a team-based shooter, uh, which I just find like it's a very, very interesting fun. dynamic. And it's also, if you, I, I think for the business side of me, kicking out a little bit, is <laughs> if you want to make a game that is good for streaming, 
you want your game to be popular you want people to play it and to play Perfect. it publicly yeah, so sure. this kind of game like t- squad based gaming seems to suit streaming really well um, and obviously everyone is familiar with the IP of Wacky Races um, I'm not actually planning on basing it on Wacky Races that's just the nearest like cultural touchstone Why yeah not? fair enough um, yeah we could do an arrangement <laughs> next, next it's PUBG meets Catch the Pigeon everyone's favourite so basically it's like vehicle on vehicle combat but it's that's only a part of it really it's a race so it's a racing game but okay, okay. you are a squad in a vehicle and the vehicles can be different sizes so you could have a two-person vehicle which would be like a, mo- a, a motorbike with a sidecar um like the old space marine uh, assault bikes not the new or the new primaris atv sorry I, i'm a massive warhammer nerd and they just released the worst model <laughs> in the history of the company and it just bugs right. me out it's still <laughs> rattling around in my brain um, oh my keep god up at night. Yeah, it really, oh, it's so bad. It's so stupid. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I won't go off on one. Um, so like that, like a motorbike with a sidecar, or you could have like, if you had like a six-person vehicle, you could have like a Mad Max-style big rig, and they'd have different advantages and disadvantages. Oh, so you could okay. have like- That's you, got me excited. You know, like, so they have different amounts of armor, different speed, different numbers of like hard points. You could choose the weapon that goes on it. So the bike, oh you'd have God. like a, okay. uh, a driver and a gunner, and you get to choose what that gun is. Um, but then if you're on like mm-hmm. a big rig you could have multiple weapon points you could have like engineers running around inside trying to fix stuff um and i i'm not sure if you if it should be that if you get destroyed you are out of the race and you just queue again or right, okay if you get there's like a cool down period and then you get put back in because I, I worried that it would be too frustrating if you're in a tiny little bike and you just get like one tapped all the I mean, time warzone does that great thing of being able to buy your squad mate back right or like other ways of bringing your squad mate back once you're yeah like i feel like that is a, a nice extent like an expansion of what battle royale was up to that point where it is frustrating if you die right in the beginning you're like well i'm gonna fucking sit here and watch my squad mates for 20 minutes and then they'll lose yeah and then we're done but i quite um, i quite like this idea that it would be a whole squad wipe or nothing it's not like with guns of Icarus, you don't have an individual okay. health meter it's the ship has armor and um, yeah. uh, hp um so yeah you don't get that situation of just watching people you know, loot your body and then, you know, run off into the distance. <laughs> I um, think uh, so the, the, if your car blows up, you uh, you are able to jump off and start running. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you jump onto oh other people's God. vehicles? Can you now, jump across and like pirate ship it? In my brain, no, but I'd be open to the idea. I feel like, mm. you know, but also- As soon as you said, sorry, go on. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to say anything interesting. Um, <laughs> the, you know, I, I just wanted before, well, before, we, before we kind of delve too deep into it and, and sort of open it a bit like the the first thing that came to my head when you said um the combat with vehicles was do you remember do you remember twisted metal did anyone play mm. that oh mm. vaguely yeah that was like a playstation game twisted i think metal. they they made like twisted metal and then there was twisted metal black i think there was also a, a kind of a, a knockoff called vigilante something um but it, it was basically just like it was deathmatch really it wasn't it wasn't a race um but it was what made it interesting was it was it was kind of around the time of like destruction derby and those kind of games Mm -hmm. but the the vehicles themselves were like characters they had like they all had special abilities and it was kind of like mario kart and that you had different like you would have different like levels of strength and like you could take so much damage and things or you were quicker yeah but but the maps were kind of like crazy. Like there was one that was just in the, in the middle of Paris, and you could you could get to the top of the Eiffel Tower and and drive off. There. And you know, like a, and you, I think you could destroy the Eiffel Tower actually, if I remember right. Um, just a bunch of crazy stuff like that. And that was that was so much fun. Like you would just have like the crazy ice cream van man who was like the big beefy guy, but was super slow. And there was like a bunch of pickups and stuff. Is is this anything like? What you? Yeah, I think I think that's a lot of it. Although you do an interesting point with the maps. I had in my head that this would be like procedurally generated routes, so you don't learn what the map is. It's like you have like a Badlands map, and then you have like tiles that you get put in front of you successively. That's different every time. Um, Sorry, question. Hello. Yeah, we put our hand up because of the lag sometimes. (laughs) Um, So when you said when you said car combat and you said wacky races, one the game I used to play wacky races as a kid and I loved it. It immediately reminded me of a game called Cell Damage. So Cell yeah. Damage is... I've posted the link in the chat as well. So Cell Damage is a game where right. the, all the cars are the characters. So there's one car that has a giant fucking chainsaw that comes out and knocks everyone out. It's it's arena combat, but with cars. And, so um, that's Deathmatch, right? That's Deathmatch, yeah. A few years ago, me and Alistair, we did a really like 
quick prototype of a, an arena car game, but where the cars, you had to have team comp. So you had a little ambulance and that was the healer of the group. And then you had like a tank, which was an actual tank. <laughs> Man, okay. And if they had, they had abilities and they had ultimates as well. So the ambulance had a defib ability where it would do a radius thing and it would revive any dead cars in that area, but you'd have to charge it up. And like the tank had one where it would just shoot out loads of like missiles from it, and so uh, in like, that instance, but it was all team comp. Be, so be, there would be a hundred cars in this race. Like, it was a race. It was a huge arena. But I mean, in so, terms of the the battle royale race, which is what this is, if you've got individual classes, does, right? are the individual. If you're if you're picking a character in a squad, you've got ambulance in a team of four different cars, and you've got a hundred cars on this race. Yeah. Potentially, um, <laughs> whereas whereas Simon's one is yeah you're, you're a crew of you know four on one car. Um, is, is it yeah, like a so, war rig? The imagine like a, yeah for the big one. But I, I feel like it's kind of fun to have like mm. I don't know if anyone's seen like the race to Dakar. Like you get on the same track, uh, you you will get people on motorbikes and cars and massive trucks racing all at the same okay. time. And I feel like yeah. the idea that you have like bulk that you can throw around to, for example, try and crush a biker is just like a fun extra component to the game. So you could choose to be a bike with like a one, maybe even a one person team, but then you're super vulnerable to mm. the, the biggest I really like that actually because one of my biggest problems with Battle Royale games is you know you've got your four man squad the three man squad duos solo play uh, and you always have to have a team of X amount of people to play in those game modes whereas in this one you've got I want to play on the small bike and you're essentially the solo player on this tiny little nippy vehicle that probably has like a very yeah. small gun on it and then right next to you there's a six person squad on their truck <laughs> and they're trying to jump across to your bike to take you down and all of these different things yeah um <clears throat> so i really like the idea that you're against bigger teams that are so in I bigger vehicles but slower things or whatever a good thing to do with that is if you if you do have that, that <clears throat> mix of i can be a solo player jump into a squad and obviously you can do that in cod or like Warzone or something, but you have a massive disadvantage. But in mm. like something like that, you could the way you design the map, if it wasn't procedural, you could do it if it was procedural, but it would be a lot easier to make it bespoke, is you designed the map to have advantages for the smaller vehicles that say the big vehicle can't get through like a little gap. Yeah, so you have yeah. ways of right, like, yeah, yeah. getting out of the way or there's like certain Just like in access. Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. stuff like that where... It's you need everything has an advantage and a disadvantage. It's it all comes down to not the fact that they have more people, but the fact that you can you can play the the area better. And yeah. in yeah. regards to the race, okay, I was kind of thinking because the problem with a, a race is obviously it's linear. Yeah, but what if it, so if there was an enclosing zone like a normal battle royale, but everyone within that had their own checkpoints to go to, and it's the cro the meeting of when you're trying to get to where you want to go and they're trying to get to where they want to go. But then at the same time, as you come across each other, you could try and take each other out. So you're not going towards your checkpoint. So it is the first person to finish the race, but also you can interfere with people's races. I see. I see what so you're getting at, yeah. Open worldy in a sense. You've got checkpoints across the map. Everyone is in the same area yeah. to try and... To try and get so, to, well, say, 20 checkpoints but then, first. Like, you could do it where... Far, James, sorry, you're going to... That, that's that's really interesting. I, when you mentioned PUBG, though, the, the first thing that I thought was the is the slowly encroaching space that you have to operate within. And I was like, does that actually make this more of like an endless runner type race? Like, do you imagine a lap or do you imagine you're just you're like Mad Maxing it through the desert and behind you? I don't know, maybe the sand is collapsing away or maybe there's like a cliff face or there's an oh. earthquake or something. Ah, yeah. And you're just trying to outrun it. So it's not even necessarily that you have to combat each other. It's just that you've got to try and last. But yeah, then you can like obviously take each other machines. out as well. <laughs> it's more like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it more like micro machines? And you yeah, just try like an elimination race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you okay. could have 100 races. And it's just like, you just got to keep going and then it's just carnage to begin with. And then you sort of filter down to try and- Was that a pun? Last. <laughs> what was that? Carnage. Carnage. Well, that's the name of the, that's the name of the, that's the name of the game. I think that is all, that's like Carmageddon. You can call it Carmageddon, yeah. Carmageddon, yeah. I, I, I do like the idea of the Mad Max aesthetic combined with that as well. You have like the George Miller massive sandstorm coming behind you. Plains, yeah. <gasps> Did okay, you ever get, play the game uh, Fuel? 
Well, well, game, fuel, yeah. fuel. The open world racing game Fuel, where they was set in a world where basically you I think the story is really stupid. It's like there's a finite amount of fuel left that's been extracted. They're not extracting any more, so you might as well have fun. And like there's <laughs> like it's really stupid. There's giant <clears throat> thunderstorms that happen, giant like tornadoes that just appear. It's all open world. It's all, <clears throat> it's, it was a really fun game at the time. Um and the but map that, was huge as well. The map was huge. That was. I the, think like, that was an achievement to drive from one end to the other, and it was. It took like twenty-five minutes or something to do. I'm looking um, at the Wikipedia page right now. It says the map was the size of Connecticut. It was <laughs> oh my god, what? fourteen thousand <laughs> <laughs> square kilometers. Yeah, it yeah. was huge. Holy but shit. also, it's, it's Connecticut. Hey, that's the name. We we use our. <laughs> <laughs> they they do use the. It's the apocalypse. It's very barren as a way to right. go. It's so big. <laughs> it's big. I see. It makes making yeah. the map easy it's if it's just flat and there's yeah. maybe some bumps. You know, you yeah. don't. So there's right. a rock. I mean, I had to <laughs> going back to the the oh sorry the 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 the, the um the battle royale side of things. Like, what if it was like what if you were if you're using James's suggestion about like what all like the, the idea of like natural disasters or things happening. Like, what if instead of a circle, a constantly closing in circle, which is like the base, you know, the generic battle royale thing. Mm. If rather than that, you have these Mad Max style natural disasters like a, a dust tornado or a storm or whatever but then also earthquake or the land falls away but they're at random points uh, in inside this huge map that, and those those points change depending on oh. every time you play the map so it's like um oh fuck there was that one where it was a tv show uh and also there was one mm-hmm. do you remember radical heights the uh battle royale from lawbreakers and gears of war developer cliff Blazinski before his studio shut down i think that's all we need to say about that game yeah. Uh, basically I mean, what it did it, so. <laughs> it was a grid based battle royale on the map and zones shut off so you, you okay. can get caught in between okay. zones uh, so, so you're, you're yeah, thinking kind of, yeah. you're still thinking this open worldy checkpointy thing aren't you well that's what Alex just said instead right. of that maybe that's just that's like a possible bits of the map that just makes me think of Hot Wheels. You know, the like figure eight track where you, they <laughs> crash in the middle. It's like, that's, I'm getting great visions of that where you've got to all plow to the other side of the map and you just let it's it's basically destruction basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that could be great. Like, and then you could have different parts of the map that become inaccessible, but then you might like maybe through like, like you're a car, so you can jump over bits that have just fallen away. The ground's fallen away, mm. but you can jump over it. You can, you can still fuck mm. up. And mm. yeah. I mean, I'm, I think but I think the thing in my head that this is also inspired by is the pod racing from episode one, like that nice. kind yes. of sort of circuit. So I feel mm. like you could actually okay. com- combine like natural disasters in certain, if you wanted to do like a, a linear race and maybe combine it with that, like racing the sun aspect of like the blue coming in behind you, um, you could easily yeah. add like, I don't know, there are, uh, what are they called? Dusk t- dusk and Raiders now shooting at you from this side. Mm. Or there's like a bit that's <laughs> collapsed or whatever it's going to be. Like that, I think that's the kind of energy that I wanted this to have. Like it's going to be fast, but it's also like combating combat between the vehicles. Oh, so I it's fast so it, and it has furious. to be the objective... Sorry? <laughs> it's Fast and Furious is what you're saying. Yes. That's a great okay. name for it. That's a great so name. Italian. Yeah. Okay. Franchisable. It, it, so, so you are imagining very much it being a race. Well, that's like, one possibility. End, but a, I an objective to... I quite like the idea of it because that's that's the other thing is you could do it as multiple stages. You could have like... It, either do one map that, you know, you're, you try and survive and it's the last vehicle standing, which I think is a great idea. Or you could do mm-hmm. it as it is a race and then you do multiple you know, mm. uh, like stages to it. And perhaps between the stages, you can change up what you're doing with the vehicle. It gives you a chance to match what your opponents are doing kind mm. of thing. See, I think that'd okay. be good. So you could go in with a, a, a car build, which is slower, but has more armor, which means you can take more hits. But I also yeah. think mm. that that doing damage and kills should factor into your time. So if you could, you could blitz through it, not <clears throat> kill anyone, but then not win because the guy who came in in second... Was slightly slower, but had two kills, which took like a chunk of time off, or like or, did a multiplier yeah. based on that, because it encourages actual play. Not I'm going to just build the fastest Carnage. car I can and go. But at the yeah. same time, like you would have the the fact that other vehicles are going to shoot you out if you just put all your points into speed. I guess. <laughs> mm. Could what, you have what, points what, into traps so you get someone leave the vehicle? Like oh one God. of your team can leave the vehicle and set traps, like well, in rookie racing. Yeah, well, that, that could be, be the cool. person on the back, right? Because if you've got a big like rig, you can have, have like a mine layer. Yeah, a, a I think yeah, um, yeah. the the problem is I think we've now got almost three different games here where Chris is saying like <laughs> this this open world checkpoint based game, which is cool. However, 
there could be a point of the game where you and the other final person are on the opposite end of the world and you're never going to interact with each other. Well, so you're that, just you, racing. You enforce that by closing off the correct zones <clears throat> if you're doing it zone-based. Yeah, you just make sure you never are a- You never separate. Like That's... It's more, that's more of a traditional, but uh, you know, PUBG style closing the blue yeah, game. Basically, yeah. I, I just not really sure why anyone would pick the slow tanky vehicle if there's less interaction with players. Uh, I feel like everyone's going to pick like the motorbike, the one squat, one person motorbike, and just zip through the entire game. Uh, if you game get hit by, if you, get, if you sort of get hit by a truck as a motorbike, you're not going to survive. So you're very squishy. So it comes down to. Well, that's what I mean. Like, is why speed would enough to get away? <laughs> why would anyone pick the truck? I mean, and if, I feel, um, yeah, I feel. I do kind of agree. I feel like uh, if you're going to have that element of, you, you want combat to be on an equal footing to racing yeah. in this, and so you'll naturally want to constrain the people. I do feel like it being linear basically is a more effective way of doing that. Um, whether that is a race or if it is that, that makes sense. You know, well, chasing the sun like, type thing. Personally, I'm most excited about what James was saying with the the like, it's like the, a desert storm going on behind mm. you, sandstorm coming in behind you, and everyone is just it's an elimination race essentially. It's just a straight line, and uh, or maybe there's a couple of curves and whatever. But well, so I, I, I imagine that, but with like the Phantom Menace pod racing mm. track, and then, and then that just gets consumed <laughs> behind you by yeah. You know, I mean, so there could be like could do so like pod racing, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, it's, pod racing has got to be in there. It's basically <laughs> the only good thing apart from the music one. about episode one. Okay. <laughs> 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 you could you could just you could do the sand, but you could also do like an ice level, so the ice caps are melting behind yeah. you and like put always away. shove climate change in there. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also uh, another but idea I was having. Um, so I was going to say, but that doesn't solve your the, the truck bike issue. You still have that issue in a linear well, race. In fact, well, it's more apparent because everyone's next to each other. So this is kind of probably. I don't think you should be able to destroy the cars. I think what damage is being done to you. Is like if if you're a truck with six people on it, if you get hit, it's the people on the truck that is dying out, and they have like I don't know, ten second respawn or whatever. So that's how you bring them back in. But obviously, if the driver of the vehicle gets killed, the truck's going to start slowing down, and then he's mm. going to the storm is going to start catching <laughs> or, up. Or to the them. guy who has to spit spit the fuel into the uh, so is there <laughs> <laughs> is there like in Guns of Icarus, you know, there's there's stations, so there's a driver. Okay, there's a fire back there. Get back there, start the fire. Like uh, not start mm-hmm. the fire. That would be the worst thing to do. <laughs> Put the fire out. On fire. Or, but also, like, faster, you need right? to throw, like, a thing at another vehicle who's nearby. So you need that guy to be doing that. But someone needs to be driving. So if someone takes out the driver, you're like, oh, shit. So I need to run up to the driving seat, get in the thing, start yeah, driving. Exactly. He's yeah. going to respawn. So it's kind of like Cause, Cause if you're in first place on a bike and then someone just snipes you from afar, that's it. You're just out of the game, right? That you, You're yeah. just dead. Uh, but if you're just knocked out, and then you come back like ten seconds later, and you're like suddenly like in the midst of like twenty other drivers. You're like, oh, oh shit, God, I actually oh, lost. <laughs> yeah. You get sniped on a bike, and you're the only person on that on that vehicle. Does your bike just continue? It's like a little cart or something. Hear me out for you're, ten seconds. You're tethered. <laughs> what if what if everyone is in their their, their own bespoke truck, but everyone has a bike? So they can get on it and go out and like uh, <laughs> the truck style. It's like a little, it's like a little, like a little scout assault unit. Right? It's, it's so, like how like big yachts have like tiny little ribs, like tiny little yeah. dinghies that they can get in. The big like super yachts, they have a little <laughs> that dinghy that comes me out of, the side. Um, of the Simpsons when Homer builds the bike for Bart and then he starts riding it and more pieces fall off. <laughs> fall of it. off like it. as you, you, everyone starts in <laughs> yeah. a truck, but then like two wheels fall off and now you're in a car and then oh someone God. shoots it and now yeah. you're on a bike <laughs> and then. Yeah, but like, running. Yeah. What if everyone? Yeah, you have to have an engineer who's like constantly <laughs> fixing these bits to yeah, stop yeah. as they get shot off. Bits of armor flying off, and maybe that smacks into a rider <laughs> I mean, behind you. I mean, that would be great. We, yeah. we kind of, I, mean, I suppose, it would be similar to Guns of Icarus or, or something like Wreckfest. You could have damage uh, being specific to components of the vehicle, and so you know you need to repair those things. Um, and you know, maybe if you take out a tire, that suddenly makes you much less effective as well. I don't know if that would actually add to the game or if that just adds complexity and not much to the experience. Well, I think it adds to the the, the team communication aspect of it. Like, hey, we need someone on, like, yeah. to get yeah. over to the right wheel, fix it now. Okay, great, mm, that's yeah. being handled. Uh, where, uh, where's Gary? Gary's out on the bike. He's causing some havoc over there. So like, <laughs> if you, you know, want to find out some information, mm-hmm. you send your little scout out. And mm. if he gets blown up, a minute later, that bike respawns on the back. 
and you can go do it again and your players back I, there. I feel like I feel like we can learn some lessons here from Sea of Thieves. If everyone played Sea of Thieves where that's just I mean like, y- yeah, I, mean, I suppose we could. In terms of the in terms of the combat, they Oh Jesus, that combat. Yeah, like the, the problem with Sea of Thieves with the combat was that you just the, the first time you do it, it's incredible because all four of you or however many you have on the ship yeah. are like coordinating and you you like your ship can get destroyed, yeah. but you also respawn. And um it like but but after a couple of times it just it turns into a real slog where you're just like, well, it's just gonna be an endless battle between me and this other fucking ship, and we're just gonna continue respawning, trying to trying to find some way to cheese each other's boats to get destroyed. And that that can get really frustrating. So I think I think Simon's point about maybe not making sure that the vehicles can't get destroyed could could be a good way well, to, they, they don't, they to don't combat get destroyed. that. They just get hindered by the component that's been yeah. destroyed until you fix mm. it. So yeah. like saying, yeah. say someone targets dies. your engine, oh, hey, you, you lose 5% of your speed. Someone targets yeah. your wheels, you can't turn as quick. So you can't like dodge major like obstacles coming up. You have to do it before mm. or, you know, there's certain impairments that you'll get depending do on you, what it is. Do but you I see feel like being... vehicle sorry, to vehicle Chris. combat, sorry, like vehicle to vehicle combat, you could have, oh, I'm going to equip my truck this time with fucking Bo- uh, Bodicea spikes, right? <laughs> yeah. But but that, that could add, that could minus your top speed by about a percent because they're heavy or yeah. it, it interferes with your steering. So there's the, you need to have the, the balance between risk reward. I know, I think I mentioned that term every fucking episode <laughs> because it's a really important yeah. thing to do is go, it, it just, if, if this has an advantage, it needs to have a disadvantage and there yeah. needs to be Balance. something that can counter that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's James, the thing. Sorry, sorry, a, do you see there oh, being uh, collectibles in the race? So you could drive over and pick up an additional cannon or armor plating or something, or is it like you start with what you start with and that's it? Now, th- I think that's that actually asks... that. I- that encourages an, an extra question, which I, I kind of hadn't addressed, which is the style of the whole thing. Because I feel like if mm. you oh, want right. to go down like a very stylized route, a la something, you know, you can make it 2D cartoony, almost like, um, you could even do something like super hot, where it's like just super polygonal, then maybe that would work. I had to admit, I conceived it as being more PUBG style of kind of pseudo realistic, um, mm. in which case you wouldn't want to have power ups, because I feel this like- isn't going to be good for audio listeners but can we just get a show of hands to everyone that Im- completely imagined the Mad Max video game but with just more people editing yeah, it Mad Max yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Is, we're all on the same page <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay what yeah. about it's not it's not uh, power ups but uh, when you basically wipe out a squad and in this it's not wiping them out it's just knocking them out for a time you steal a component off their vehicle or I was imagining this earlier. If you have like a six-person vehicle, this is like I don't know a garbage truck with just ten people in the back or whatever, right? Um, yeah. And they don't have any weapons or anything, but they just send out the crew. They just jump onto different vehicles to hinder them in some way. Like they just. They're, they're, oh, I love, I love like, the idea of jumping onto different vehicles. They jump yeah. on, that was a good. Up, but it has to be super unforgiving. Like if you miss the vehicle, you're just gone. If you, miss, oh, yeah. you just fucking die. Yeah, you die. Oh, you uh, come back in like you, twenty seconds. What? Well, about what Tom was saying, I think you need a grappling hook as one of the options as well. Yeah, so you yeah. can shoot and rip off a piece from the other vehicle. But well, like, if, you're, if, you're, if you're grappled you onto a vehicle, forward. that vehicle in front can dictate a lot of your movement. So like, yeah, to shake exactly. you off, you could you could sharply turn right and swing that vehicle into like a rock or something. Oh, which oh yeah, yeah. Vehicle. yeah. But what my my oh, thing was was when you mentioned pickups. I was thinking like maybe if your armor doesn't regenerate. But you drive over scrap, and then you get scrap, and then your the, your crew like weld it on, mm. right? So that mm. increases the like armor plating around your, your engine. So you've you've welded something there. Therefore, your engine can take a couple more hits before it then starts to take damage. I, I actually like, really okay. like that. I feel uh, like that kind of this... depends on whether you want it to be like an elimination race or an actual race. Because I feel like if it's mm. an elimination race, then maybe. Th- I don't know. Actually, which one would it suit better? Because I, I feel like I that's one of the problems that we, we're all like, oh, like we have like, again, like three or four <laughs> different games on the go simultaneously. <laughs> like, if you're going to develop it further, you need to like decide. You know, well, I feel is like it, you wait, have is it like not an endless the- runner anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, elimination race. Okay. I, I feel okay. like that that works best because my, my, one of my big problems with racing games is if you're in first and you're 10 seconds in the lead, that's it. You're pretty much going to be that way. If you race consistently, you're just going to stay mm. there and it's kind of boring. Like yeah, Mario Kart shell. even falls for that as well, where <laughs> all you do is pick up bananas and it's like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm still but in first it, and there's it, no satisfaction from being in first. Um, but can we introduce things in that in that way, in the same way that, like, you know, in Mario Kart, you have the blue shell or whatever. We have um, we well, have things like environmental things, like the dust, like a dust tornado that passes by that you then might get hit by or you have to dodge, which is going to inevitably slow you down. Well, I mean, well, I think that's the really cool thing about it. That would be that you just, you time natural disasters to uh, a certain distance, like uh, the amount of time uh, for the first player to react to it. So the further back you are, the longer you have to adapt to whatever the new condition is. Right. Yeah. That could work. That sounds good. Yeah. Chris. Now, what if instead of <laughs> that, we just force players, we punish players for going too far ahead? Uh, but, but you do punish <laughs> them with mean? less time to react, right? Well, like, is, what if like there's a, there's a, like a, a, a safety zone, right? So if you go too far ahead, there's lots of like, lightning strikes and whatever and then it's like oh so you're constrained a, a, to a there's like a goldilocks zone, zone where mm. if you're in here but you're close to everyone so there's a lot of fighting going on but you're oh you're safe so from you're, you're racing in the eye of the storm yeah, yeah. that's not that's a good <laughs> oh, I like that yeah. yeah and what a name for a game as that's, well that's good eye of the storm <laughs> so also with what Chris was saying where you pick up scrap I feel like the first person in front they can't pick up scrap mm. because the scrap that people are picking up are from cars that are being damaged in front yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of gives you that handicap. So, so if, if you do take damage the storm from storm not being in the Goldilocks zone, just start yeah. turning right and everyone's just like this big <laughs> unit of cars yeah. just starting yeah, to turn yeah. right into each other. But yeah, like the person in the front, if he hits something or gets shot or whatever, scrap falls off of his car and the person in front slowly starts to deteriorate because they can't pick up new scrap. The person I feel behind like there should be some random start getting scrap, better. Though. Because otherwise um, the trickle down no but the trickle down just stops eventually. Because mm, if, mm. if that car doesn't have the ability to gain armor, the rest won't. I mean visually. Unless, unless that's the, how the elimination stuff works. No, unless that's, that's how you that's want the it point. to work. Like the person in yeah. front uh, can't regenerate, so eventually they will die out. It's kind of like a, a you know, you have to figure out when you want to also be in first place, right? Um, right. So it's yeah. like it's I, like I really like that. This is strat it's like pitting in F one. You need to figure out when's the perfect time to pit. Because yeah. everyone's going to go past you, but then they're going to have to pay at one point so you can go past them. It also mm. ensures a mega scrap in the middle, right? Like, no one wants to get too far ahead. No one wants to get too far behind because they'll die. Um, I do, I do that, think there should be occasional, like, junk boxes that you can drive through. Yeah, because then I, everyone I goes for them, right? Everyone will just go, oh, fuck. Or maybe, like, you know up ahead. Like, there's everyone has, like, a ping. You can't see it yet because it's outside the eye. But in 200 meters, there's a, there's a junk box. And everyone gets the yeah. same thing. Like there might be like a few that spawn, but everyone gets the same pings, and you're like, "Well, oh, I'm going for this," and then you're like, yeah. "Well, he's going for that as well." So I'm just <laughs> you, gonna you, you could, we're gonna have to ram him or we'll go, we'll go for it. Uh, smaller bits as well, because if you're in this spinning tornado or something, you know, having bits of scrap flying in works conceptually and visually. So you could <laughs> just get just land like <laughs> catch it in the air. Or <laughs> something. Stuff that falls off the guy hook. at the back. Just- <laughs> Yeah, moves round and then hits the guy it. in the front. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, maybe that's it. It's like yeah, it redistributed. <laughs> you're just, yeah. you're just it's driving like along and you see like one of your car doors just fly off and like sort of whirl away in front of you. There needs the to be a cow as well. The car door falls off. The driver is now exposed. So now he can get shot yeah. and he'll yeah, have to yeah. He doesn't yeah. Like, try to keep rise on the road like, oh Jesus. It's very much raft but with wheels. I love the visual of seeing the way you see people being eliminated is by the the cars spinning around in the tornado that's going on around you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. On, you know, that's how you know that someone's gone out. That's fucking... But okay, so what? what is the benefit of... If it's an endless runner, effectively, and your your objective really is to just be the, the last one alive, right? And if, if you're trying to make sure everyone else is eliminated, but you... What is the advantage to being in front? Is it just that you, you're safer? Yeah, that's how I imagined it, at least. Like, you just have... Uh, yeah. Equally, is that trade-off, again, if you wanted to have, like, introduce natural disasters by their time distance to them, you also have a greater time distance to the threat at the back. Yeah. So, if you're in the middle, you are probably safest. Like, just uh, straight right. yeah. Also, But you're yeah, also most likely to be attacked. 
Yeah, yeah. Being yeah. at the front means that if your entire squad gets knocked out for five seconds, that's five seconds your car drifts back, but it's still kind of safe. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's the benefit of being so at also, the very yeah. front edge of this thing. If that happens at the back, your car drifts into the eye and you're out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Sorry, out of the eye and then you're out. So it, it pays to be forward, <laughs> but then if everyone's forward... No one's is. forward. Every, yeah, yeah. It's everyone's the incredible problem. It's the incredible... It's so, yeah, that quote comes in handy. Um, yeah. Like I, f- I feel like the mass of players fluctuates so much between there's someone at the front, so everyone races to the front to stop this guy, and then all of a sudden there's people yeah. drifting back because they're like, well, being behind everyone is way safer than being in front of everyone. So everyone yeah. then starts yeah, to drift it. Yeah, you're also going to get people at the back. Like yeah, so there's a constant it's, it's actually tide. being right at the back as beneficial as being right at the front but, but really risky like sometimes you yeah. still shoot backwards there's there's already a meta True. emerging in this exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah but also i like this idea that it's not just like, if it's not like just a flat plane you also have like that's being broken down into like different paths through like if you imagine like a mad max kind of utah-esque landscape mm. like weaving through parallel can- canyons yeah. like i don't uh, yeah i, I yeah, really like this idea bits, the more i do the, the more you talk be about bits it that like <laughs> You go into a can that brings everyone together. So everyone's now in like a short formation. And now yeah. like, yeah. everyone's like, if I shoot this guy in front of me, he's going to hit me. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to have to yeah. just, maybe this is the time where we all come together and repair our vehicles. Yeah. Uh, and it you know, spreads out again. You're like, oh, fuck. I love the idea that you last see a vehicle and then it goes off on a path for like 20 seconds and it comes back and it is just shot to shit. And you're like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> Flapping bonnet with like bullet holes in it. And, all that and there's a guy yeah. with like, just a frame. Like he's just like, speech. he's just looking you out. <laughs> like, and hey, like, this is right make for, one request. Uh, skins. Mm. What, yeah, one request. Talking going. about skin. Actually, that, uh, mm. skins wise. this fucker. One, one of these vehicles <laughs> has to have a fridge door as the main passenger yes. door like oh, we need, yeah. you need oh, to have such yeah. customization where stuff is just could even be random scraps have been collected from all over the world that that's 5,000 yeah. storm coins yeah. <laughs> yeah I think yeah. Uh, the customization is you you have a certain budget on your vehicle like if you've picked a truck you've got a 5,000 point budget and you're yeah. like oh a fridge door costs 200 I'll yeah exactly here. Uh, right. but it also has a weight cost but it has yeah. good armor because it can yeah. survive. It's a, it's one of the fridges from Indiana Jones, right? So it can survive a nuclear blast. Yeah, exactly. And well, you get, you or you get like, I like, love the idea that you could pay coins as well to put somebody on the bonnet of your car to blow stuff into your engine. Like that's like an upgrade that you can have. But it's I, not replaceable. Like, that, that's <laughs> like, not where I thought you were going. I thought you were like, I'm going to strap like a skeleton to the front bonnet to like to <laughs> scare board. my uh, competitors. warrior. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to be clear, I think we're going to we go Reaver style. I don't think we should have <laughs> coins to pay for upgrades. No, yeah, we've settled into this trap. This is the new celebrity endorsement. Yeah, <laughs> putting gems hey, and coins sell- together. Selling, yeah, my exhaust is green. I paid ten pounds for that. Like that's yeah. the kind of shit so, we okay, want. Okay, like, customization. We, we, yeah. we, I mean, you could do the Rocket League system, now. actually, I suppose. You could have, like, you, you collect blueprints, but then you have to, like, pay for a pass yeah. to, to unlock them or something. Sorry, There's you no saying. visible well, upgrade. It's just, a, it's just what it looks like. Would you say, at this point, uh, we're, not, we're not at the end yet, but we're kind of, we're kind of you know, we've, we've discussed it a decent amount now. What, at this point, could you give a recap of what you think the game is? Or anyone who feels comfortable to, what, what is this game currently? Okay, so we, what we have is an endless runner type game in a Mad mm-hmm. Max style setting where it is vehicle and vehicle combat. The vehicles are variable sized. So you get some small vehicles like bikes, some large vehicles like trucks. Um, at the start of the race, you have a certain points budget that you can put into speed, armor, weight, all that kind of thing. Um, and you get to choose the weaponry that you have. And um, over the course of the race, you uh, have to stay out of the, the blue zone at the back of this sort of uh, hurricane type dust storm type thing but equally you don't want to go too far forwards because if you do you don't see what's coming and the natural disasters that are appearing on the map um but you want to be the last person standing which you can accomplish by staying in the right place or by taking out your opponents yes that's it it's awesome as well by the way (laughs) chris your hand shot up with a with a huge i had a a great (laughs) idea it doesn't change the concept (laughs) it takes a concept that we already had and i think improves it Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was talking about okay. the bikes earlier. So everyone gets a truck, no matter what, right? Everyone's in trucks. Okay. What, are, are they? They should be. This is my... This oh. is my hey, no, this, this, this does change the idea. Well, no, no, no but everyone can still customise everything. 
forget bikes for the time being as as a, as a, as a vehicle no. type, right? Okay, let's entertain. Let's entertain you. Well, no. You, you, <laughs> so the way it would work is in my thing is you you everyone everyone's always in four, so you're always on a team of four. What? The bikes, <laughs> the bikes are the scrappers. So it's they're the, they're the guys that collect the scrap. No. So they have to pick the scrap up and bring it back, <laughs> and then like because then you have to too. send you have to send your little bike out look to collect scrap. I, know, I feel like I know the, the rule size is like I, that to me is like a crucial part of it. I think. But how? Uh, yeah, do you, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I, but the the whole I, I do like that idea. Repair. But I think Simon's got a point. But yeah, like you can't. That doesn't work in a game like Guns of Icarus. The the game is based around teamwork and fixing things. You don't mm. have. Uh, like if you if you're driving you can't repair something if you're on a bike you're dead <laughs> well okay let's let's imagine this through then so if you if you were to jump into if you were to play uh, eye of the storm you jump in you're like <laughs> okay i'm uh, my friends are out at the moment i'm going to play on my own i'm going to jump in solo you jump into a race you're a little bike everyone else is is trios and quads or whatever there's some other How solos does in this there? play out yeah yeah maybe a couple of solos I mean, yeah that's the thing. The bike, How is this going to play out the bike is probably weaker uh, probably what doesn't have as good guns. Shot? Apes you together strong. Back. You fall back, but you're super quick. You are way well, quicker you than all the others. You could have like just front mounted guns, like uh, like <laughs> mm. space it's marine normal bikes. Yeah, the kind of thing. Like like the fucking like the bikers in Mad Max. They can jump super far and they've got grenades. Yeah, you could also have throwable items. Actually, yeah, but, if you're no, on but a, they're they're yeah. they're on a bike driven by someone else. No. That's no, true. If you're, if you're, if you're, uh, okay, yeah, but then they, they jump off their bike and their bike gets destroyed. No, this is like a the, the bike. <laughs> the benefit of the bike is it's way quicker. It's got you, yeah. Got okay, yeah, I understand right, that that, and, but mechanically no, it doesn't work with the rest of the game. It does. It totally does. Yeah, it doesn't. All the disasters that come up, you're able to navigate them much quicker. You're able to whip no, through. No, 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 not that again. No, navigation, fine. I understand how bikes work. But I'm also, talking in terms of repair, armor. You can't, you you can't send people to different components. You right. take one hand oh, off well, a handlebar the handlebar and you just zzzt, drill it back in. And that's the end of it. Maybe you've got okay, like James, an R2-D2 kind developer. of janky kind of like robot that's out the back fixing it. But that's kind of not in keeping with the style. But like the whole point is that <laughs> maybe because not. you're on your own and weaker, right? Maybe you can't ever repair. Maybe that's just part of it. But or you just have one um, like hit, uh, hit hit point st- scale, and you just like can dedicate yourself to keep going in the direction you're going, and just like lean around and smack your bike with a spanner, and that's how you repair yourself. Because then yeah, you have to take your eye like off that. the road, yeah, just hitting the bike with a hammer whilst trying to dodge. But you would then you would lose you. you would lose the ability to steer and be fast. Well, yeah, but that's the trade-off. You'd have to have a penalty. Yeah, maybe you're super quick at being able to repair, but it is okay. So what does a two-player one look like? That's a that's a car. A size car. Is that like a Robin Reliant? And then, <laughs> or, or you yeah. have like a, a normal like sedan style car with like a pin, like a pencil mounted weapon on the back, like a pickup truck. It's a Volvo actually. with a yeah. fifty cow coming out of the that's roof. That's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Can you tell I play Warhammer? This is but, like, but then, but then the problem again. The problem with that is that that becomes kind of boring for the other player. Like the the what? four player experience, you have room to run around like you would in. Um, Guns of Icarus, Guns of Icarus. right? It's, mm. it's the going down into other levels. That's why I'm talking like big rigs, like big trucks, where you have room to run slightly. Even if it's a short distance, you have to. It's that manic running to where you need to be that makes Guns of Icarus and a game like Sea of Thieves more enjoyable than just shoot, shoot, shoot. I need to get yeah. off this gun, run over there, do that thing for five, <laughs> five seconds, but, run back okay. to the gun start doing it again is there a way that we can because this is something that i've been wanting to bring up um that it, talking about the players specifically it, something we haven't talked about yet is because it, another one of the frustrations that i have in sea of thieves um, i'm not sure if this is the same in guns of icarus i haven't played it but there are no there are no classes everyone is the same and that becomes again quite frustrating quite boring very quickly because i feel like there's no variation like did, how, how did you imagine this originally simon would you imagine people having like is it like yeah you know, squad, uh, it like team fortress or like because you know people have different abilities because in guns of icarus you have pilot engineer gunner so and and the, they're all the same but they have different uh, equipment slots so the gunner can take okay. different kinds of ammunition um whereas the pilot can take multiple uh piloting aids uh type thing so perhaps you could have that similar division of driver gunner engineer and maybe you do need different tools i hadn't i had imagined that there would be different classes but i hadn't really fleshed out how that would work i have to admit 
I think if you uh, assign people to roles and you're playing on a three-person team, for example, and you're playing with yeah. someone who two people want to be the driver, it's kind of... I feel like everyone should be able to do anything um, because... They can in Guns of Icarus, right, though, but it's just slower yeah. for them to do that they thing. They can, or they yeah. Have a- but, but they also have to specialise in the thing they don't really want to specialise in. I've, I've played Guns of Icarus where I'm like, I don't want to be the engineer. And um, <laughs> I had to be because everyone else, you know, was gunner or pilot or whatever. And I just, I mean, I could have enjoyed the game a lot more if I was playing the class I want to be. I think everyone should be able to do everything. If the driver yeah. is knocked out, someone else can jump in and take mm. over the driver's jump, seat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like the idea that they could be ragdoll effects on these on these characters as well, like the driver gets knocked out flies to the back of the truck and you're like okay you've got to run up to the front someone else Wait, has got to run you're not going back here or they just Who's slump in the their car? seat yeah or yeah they slump in their seat and then when you go up to replace them you have to like kick them out of the door like <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to see their, bo- their limp body if you, you know, <laughs> fly out <laughs> fly back Fuck. Um, in terms of so my idea for classes wasn't to do with people yeah. having individual skills it was Kind of like in COD, where you have loadouts, but the loadouts is for your vehicles. So when I was mentioning like Bodicea spikes earlier, that's mm. a, a loadout you choose at the start. So you can have an aggressive truck loadout or a defensive truck loadout or like a more, you know, balanced truck loadout. You have a different back. So maybe you've got like an open truck bed at the back. So your guys are more open, but it also gives them greater room to shoot. If you've got a really defensive one, it's enclosed. They can't, they've got small slots to shoot out of but it means you can take more hits before you know a thing starts to that but also slower it wasn't to do with the the people can do whatever they want yeah it's still about communication and rotation of like roles but the the the, this is why everyone i was saying everyone should have the same sort of truck and it's what you how you build it is different Mm. uh everything and you can choose say oh that that last round we played a heavy loadout and we weren't that very like good at it so let's try for a more scout quick loadout it's the it's the it's the trial and error and coming up with a good composition that makes uh it sort of better but if you're playing solo i would say you queue if you're playing a solo player you and you you end up with either like a, a people you queue as a uh no you know like a driver as in you queue with your truck and then you have people who just want to join a game and don't care they, they don't want to use their truck so they just jump into yours that mm, makes you queue differently. Yeah, I think you can queue based on the vehicle. James? I was just yeah. thinking uh, about the needing to swap players around. So you, uh, if someone wants to be the driver, but someone else doesn't get a chance, I wonder if there's a way that we can force that to happen. So maybe the the bigger, heavier trucks, you've got a fatigue meter or something. So driving actually takes oh. energy Ooh, from you. a meter in. You love oh, yeah. a meter. So, you know, you can drive well and then you start slowing down as your meter decreases. So it's like, all right, I need someone else to take over. Everything else is fine, but... What if? Like, you just have a, a... It's kind of like a fatigue meter, but it was basically just to do with the fact that as as you're driving, you're, you're exposed to something. As in, like, it could be like a radiation from the... Oh, yeah, I like that. Thing. So you have to then get off... Go back and like wait for your yeah. cool down to, and then someone else <laughs> yeah, rotates you're it. You're forced yeah. to maybe rotate. The, the driver's seat is constantly the one that's main, the, like at the very highest point of the truck, so everyone can just shoot at that. So if you're in the driver's seat, you're more likely to die. Right. Yeah. Uh, or if you get your window shot out, maybe your maybe it doesn't just come in straight away. Slowly vignettes in until like you just can't see what's going on because you're just yeah. being inundated by like solar radiation because well, maybe that's yeah. the sandstorm isn't it maybe the sandstorm is the only thing but then how would, you, how would you implement that for single player people if you're on a bike then that's why they, they weren't my idea doesn't have bikes that's why <laughs> i mean I, and also <laughs> that's why they only go out to collect scrap and they come back and then you can send someone else out because again going outside of this thing creates actually yeah but but if you yeah. ha- if you just give people on, on exposed bikes helmets then i suppose that just makes sense like maybe there's only <laughs> yeah there's one per vehicle and that's it i think that's the one thing where like it is it i feel like if you're in a truck then the need in with more people the need to swap is more important or, yeah. or a lot quicker for you guys the people on the bike they obviously can't swap so they never need to swap um mm. but i think once once you give everyone the same vehicle uh and the same loadout options 
you're very quickly going to get to a point where everybody has the same loadout because oh someone's found yeah. out the Bodicea spikes they're really powerful if you yeah, but that's it's the meta right? COD does do that, that. Yeah. Like, if you give everyone's them a crate of currently grenades, using everyone the grout that. Like, everyone's going yeah. oh you, the MP7 or the grout so you, you make you, you patch something that can counter that or you that's going to happen in any game it happens in every game. It's it's a they go, oh, this is the process, perfect, yeah. this is like the perfect loadout. But if you have yeah. like there might be a thing where everyone chooses bikes because if you, they're it, like, but oh, if you bikes have multiple the... kinds of vehicles, then mm. I feel like that. It, it, yes, it will happen, but it's just it's like an extra dimension to you know. So yeah. it's, it's going to happen. It's going to converge to a particular solution much much slower than it yeah, would I'm not if everyone had the that same. Multiple types of vehicles is a bad idea, but I'm saying the multiple types of vehicles, depending on what those vehicles are change the gameplay too much away from that guns of icarus style everyone needs to do their job and rotate stuff out oh that's on fire go do that you can't do that in a car like you can't do that in a like sedan because the the seat switching is just all right yeah like you can't run somewhere in a (laughs) sedan (laughs) that's the point is the the initial pitch was guns of icarus style that's that's inspired that's just that's just like the uh the 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 team-based combat aspect of it like i I, I, geez 50 minutes ago i always imagined the switching to be a bit like double dash like I yeah, didn't necessarily if you're on a small, think it would take a long time. I think if you're on a small was, vehicle, yeah, but I think if you're on like a big rig, then I do quite like the idea that you actually have to there is like a around, travel yeah. time. To cl- climb to, over the top of it and get into the Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. Booth and stuff that could oh, Okay, uh, I, I think we're at a point now like uh, it almost feels like we're talking to the game about a game that already exists because it feels so like so great, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> it's really, we're not, really cool. <laughs> That sounded insincere, but like, but genuinely, I'm like, um, I, I don't think we're going to solve the problem of should there be bikes or not. So I think this is probably a good point. <laughs> we just got the bike to- purist, Chris, over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> against schism. Not against, I was never, I was never against bikes. I was against their initial implementation. Uh, I, I agree yeah, with yeah. bikes as like a scout unit. <laughs> All right, Martin Luther. Like it's that fine. Was- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, okay, uh, now is probably a good time to uh, to go around and see how everyone feeling tom what do you reckon i think this game is incredible i genuinely <laughs> think that the eye of the storm visual just oh my god just the intense nature from very start of the race to the end of the race yeah. where the eye of the storm is going it's lightning there's kick-ass music Never going on up. and it accumulates more and exploding. more parts as well like yeah, of the destroyed like vehicles the storm gets thicker and thicker as time goes on with just scrap and other vehicles and also Going directly against what stupid Chris said, <laughs> the ability to play the game. Live it. I'm living. <laughs> the ability to play the game at any point with any team size and it determines what vehicle you get is so important for a Battle Royale game because there's so many times where I'm like, oh, should we play Warzone? Can't. There's only two of us. I mean, I know they've got duos now and whatever, but at the time when it first came out, you couldn't. Yeah. And that was mm. just like, well, I guess we're not playing this game then because we, unless we want to join with some randomer who's going to get really racist and quit but (laughs) um yeah i think visually it's awesome i think the the, there is a certain balance between being in first place you drop a load of scrap people behind can pick up more scrap so they can catch up it just sounds so cool i i want it i need it (laughs) the the first like when i saw um mad max in the cinema the the first like 20 minutes of that which is basically just an action sequence maybe even 30 minutes i think it's the whole film i remember that's that's a funny way of saying the entire film (laughs) (laughs) but there's a there's a moment where like um you know they go through the big dust storm sequence and then it cuts to it cuts to black or it fades to black on a little Mm. flare yeah and then that was I felt like that was the first time so there was someone sitting in front of me the entire audience was silent but there was one guy in front of me and he just went <sighs> as if like he had just breathed yeah. he, yeah, yeah. he had and just finished well. and like the, the, the idea of a game that makes you feel like that mm. is just it's so exciting um, it's just constant action James I mean yeah I, I, I want it I need it I want to make it um, <laughs> I want to play it I, I love the the thought that, okay, so you might have these big trucks and, okay, if I, I want bikes as well. Because I feel like you might actually end up with some sort of strange... <laughs> I still want bikes! ...social <laughs> dynamics where all the, all the single players who don't know each other sort of might help you're, each other like initially yeah. to, to yeah, take down yeah, yeah. A, a big truck and then they'll yeah, exactly. disperse. That's like, a great yeah, point. Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah I, I want it, need it, love it. Holy shit, Chris? 
Okay, again, <laughs> just say bikes. no, Chris. Just not. No, I, I, I really enjoyed the just game. Tell us what you think. I really enjoyed the game. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, I really enjoyed it. Hence, why I was throwing so many ideas. At it. I really did enjoy the concept, and I just think that I'm all for different different vehicles. But I think you need to nail down how the gameplay mechanics will change based on size of the vehicles. Not necessarily. Agree. Not necessarily just yes. if you're running around on one truck, no one's going to pick that because it takes longer to do stuff. You need to balance vehicles and you need to figure out how. They could be huge vehicles and then trucks, maybe the smallest vehicle. Like you could do big, big, like behemoth vehicles. Or like sand crawlers, like thing, the Iowa yeah, style. Like yeah. <laughs> things um, that are just <laughs> mashed together like monster trucks into this massive thing. Okay, but well, as, it, as a but counterpoint... In terms of- as a, as a yeah, counterpoint, sorry, Chris, um, shut up, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, but distilling, distilling it down, Chris, to t- would make, would play, oh. question mark. Would make if we made those changes? Would play if we made those changes? <laughs> I wouldn't I play. Love, I love that this is the first time in ages <laughs> hey, this we've is, had a you know This is a hill I'm going like to die Chris on. Brought right? in this is a legitimate like, discussion about game development, and we've just I try my best. <laughs> I try my best to do this every time. Uh, I appreciate no, That's I, why you're here, Chris. I completely agree, Chris, with what you were saying about having to balance the different vehicle types. And we I can end it there. That is, just, that is the most <laughs> fundamental thing. But, sorry, I'm going to shut up. I'm just going to, I'm going to Google how to learn Unity. Hang on. Um, I, I think oh my God. this is by far like the, the most passionate discussion I think we've had like about a game. So we've all cool. got excited about... Um, so holy shit. Simon, thank you very much for that. That was a wonderful idea that has generated a lot of excitement that we all now want to go and make it. I want, I want 10%, percent, otherwise go nuts. Uh, so thank you oh, very sure. much for having me. This sure. was, I never get to talk to people about games because normally I'm just sat on my own editing or like doing my live stream. So to actually get to have a conversation about this stuff <laughs> oh, is man. really, really fun. It's been so much fun. Well, if you have any, any other ideas that are on par with yeah, this one, please. then you are always <laughs> oh welcome to come back because... That was so good. <laughs> I've been trying to think of a pun for the last like forty minutes because I, mean, I normally oh end up trying well, to no, think of a storm, pun. Right? You, I had a storm was a good a, name. It's not a pun though. It's not I was James been, came up with. I've been pun sitting in there just the, rattling off name. car names trying to. Look. You've got <laughs> carnage, Mercedes, carnage pun, right? I had a storm. You need to think about this as a podcast name, right? If someone sees. Uh, pitch please with Dr. Simon Clark, Eye of the Storm. They're going to think, storm. like, oh, it's a nerd game. Oh, there he comes. <laughs> here comes, here comes, me- here comes <laughs> Climate Boy. Uh, Captain <laughs> Meteorology. It's something, it's more hammer. Climate's got a, a certain je ne sais quoi to it. Like, I like that. That already fine. exists, though. Sure. <laughs> it already exists. <laughs> Doesn't it? Already right. exists. Yeah. Thinking, yeah, it's Damn it. All right. It's gonna, this is, this is going to be called Carnage unless after I. No, Eye of the Storm was We stop recording. Okay. Okay. Carnage, Eye of the Storm. <laughs> Carnage. <laughs> yes. What about Fuck it. Ca- Carmulo Nimbus? Carmulo <laughs> uh, Car- Nimbus. All right, sure. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Simon, thank you so much for joining us. Me, Tom, James, and Chris will join you again next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, fuck you, Chris. Oh, Chris. <laughs> <a great> <laughs> I was never against bikes. <laughs>